PlayStation. I'm chained. Hello and welcome to PlayStation Unchained. We're back again, as always. I don't know why I said we're back. We haven't been gone for long, but yeah, we're here as always. Um, man, it's been an interesting week for me, at least. Uh, but we'll start with Gary. Hey, Gary. Hello, Benjamin. How are you doing? It's good. I'm okay. Too decent, I guess you can say. <laughs> nice. You used the word Benjamin. Am I in trouble? Have I done something wrong? No. No, I no. just want to be all formal and stuff. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I don't you know. say that and I'm like, oh god, what did I do? <laughs> <laughs> no, when I use your entire name, <laughs> then you yeah, have but a when you use my entire name, you, that's the entire podcast. We have to wrap it up before we can actually do any topics. <laughs> Just wait yeah. until you get knighted. It's gonna be great. Uh, I did nearly buy a lordship <laughs> recently for a laugh. Oh my god! Yeah, you, you can buy land. Lord Chile. Well, I yeah, Lord Chile. Oh, Lord Sausage McContent. I was, I was thinking about doing it as Sausage McContent. Oh, my God. <laughs> Fantastic. Uh, anyway, what have you been up to this week? Oh, not much. Just uh, playing games, getting ready to go on my little trip, San Francisco. Oh, yeah. have a good trip. Thank you. It's not a personal one. It's for a game that's coming out. So glad to have those events coming back. I am jealous. I can't tell you what it is because of embargo and stuff, so. Yeah. Which won't be up until after the podcast goes up. <laughs> I'm still happy I got to go to the Final Fantasy 14 event. Big shout out to Square Enix again for allowing me to do that. That was fun. No, that wasn't in person, nice. which is good because I'm I'm not good. I'm hideous in person, so it's better to do online. <laughs> uh, hideously awesome. Aww. Come on with you. Anyway, I hope you have fun, Gary. Seriously. Oh, thank you. Me too. It's been a while yeah. since I've gone to one of these, so I'm excited to go. Uh, and miss them. And we've got Alfonso. Hello, hello. How are you doing? I am well, Gary, Ben. It is done today on my anniversary. I earned my 500 platinum. Yes. Yay. <laughs> yeah. Come on, Gary, say something. Come on. Congratulations on buying virtual trophies. <laughs> 500 of them. Oh, so, yes, I earned 500. And like a week before, knowing that I was going to reach 500 on this day, I did the calculations of how much I spend, like in terms of games, how much I spent on these games to reach this. And yeah, I spent over twelve hundred dollars. Actually, <laughs> that's less than I thought you would have. So good on you. <laughs> Is it worth it? To... Oh yeah, it's totally worth it. Uh, I will say, imagine if you had the same sort of thing that Xbox does, where you you can use the points towards stuff. I can understand why, because the PlayStation was so easy to hack, and so therefore people could abuse the trophy system back in the day. Mm-hmm. And that's kind of like it, it's it, you can't really do it now, but because of the effects in the past, it still is an issue nowadays. But yeah, uh, I'm really proud of my fourth trophy. I think I'm gonna. I'm thinking about going after the Voice of Cards Platinum. I really that game is really good. So good that You're I think right. I want to get a platinum. Oh, I thought you was gonna say that new similar game that was, that came out. I forgot what was. Uh, Dear Simulator, I think that's what, what it's called. I mean, that sounds cool too, but. <laughs> Simulator. <laughs> I didn't even know that was a game. Thanks, Alfonso. Yeah, I, I just saw the trailer like two days ago, and I was like, "Oh god, this is just wacky as Ghost Simulator." Ugh. I didn't know. DS I mean, next, I have three platinums, okay. and one of them is Goat Simulator. So, 
Yeah, so when I saw that, I was like, oh, God. I hope Ben Domino's <laughs> don't know about this so he could go after this. Time for my next platinum. Now, my issue, I will say this now. I guess it's kind of, not really spoilers, but I guess spoilers in a way. It's not really at all. Voice of Cards is a pretty short game. I, I felt like it, it, it felt long because I streamed it. You know, I only played it during streams. Um, But my issue with the game was it's very padded with random encounters. Like... The game is a like a board, and then you move a piece around it to like go around the world map. Oh, wow. um, but every every time you make a step, there's it rolls, I guess, to do a random encounter. And there's a ridiculous amount of battles. Like I was capped on my level before I got to the final dungeon, and I hadn't even. It wasn't like I went around exploring that much. I went around the map, and that was about it. So no. I felt like the random encounters. That was going to put me off getting the Platinum, if I'm honest, because I missed a few things, so I had to start the game again, because there's a new Game Plus. But you do get an item when you start a new Game Plus that lowers the random encounter rate. If it wasn't for that, I would not be going after the Platinum, because it just felt ridiculous. Especially because of the fact that I'm already level capped. <laughs> so, yeah. Voice of Cards. Um, I would give it an 8 out of 10. There we go. There's my review. <laughs> Too many random encounters. Um, anyway. I'm going to talk about something that's um, important to me that isn't really exactly... Fantasy XIV, uh, the Ed Walk expansion was supposed to be released at the end of this month. Well, the middle of this month, around November 19th. Uh, but due to real-life situations and because of some bugs that have appeared during the final weeks of release, they've had to push back the game two weeks. Now, I'm still sad about this because obviously I'm going to be, but I completely understand that work bugs can be found at a late release and i'd rather they fin polish it up than worry about releasing it and then it having an issue and then have it them having to take the servers down right away to fix it um so any anyone got any thoughts about this before we start um, I, yeah, go ahead Alfonso. Um, i i know how important this is to you ben <laughs> you and your your final fantasy forcing content yes. um yeah it's sad that it got delayed but like you said, two weeks is not that long. No. I mean, yes, I understand Pokemon is around that time as well, and I know you're also planning to yes. play that. But I, knowing you, I, I, I'm pretty sure you're gonna play Final Fantasy XIV first over Pokemon. Uh, yeah. So yes. I don't, don't, I don't think this is gonna be a loss for you. So, mm. <laughs> um, yeah. So I, I'm just happy that it's not a big of a delay, and then it still can come out during this holiday season. So mm. yeah. And yeah, we, we, we all hate delays, but if they saying that they have to delay it because they need to fix some stuff, then let them fix it because I, I hate broke, broken products because it's not enjoyable for the consumer. So yeah, let, let them do what they have to do. So every, all, all the consumers be satisfied. Gary? Yeah, um, usually in this situation, I would say they're delaying it because it's a crowded time period um, and sales will be a big think for them but i don't think that's the case with final fantasy 14 i don't think it matters what comes out on the same day that game has such a following that nothing is going to stop it um so yeah i mean two weeks isn't a lot um especially when you have so many other stuff coming out that that people will be able to enjoy before then um obviously for hardcore gamers and the hardcore players i know ben you're hardcore but you seem to be more understanding yeah. of things i know for a lot of them it's like the end of the world, um, and that's just kind of sad. <laughs> um, but it is what it is. You know, when you have problems with the game, it's better to delay it than to release it and have it broken. I mean, who knows how much damage one bug can cause? I mean, obviously, they're not saying what the 
issue is, but who knows? It could be that Animal Crossing bug that's been going around where it completely deletes your save file. Um, I'm not saying Final Fantasy XIV is going to suffer that because it's an MMO and I mean, all the stuff is saved on servers. Fun fact, um, it's not yes. a bug, but Yoko Taru kind of wanted that to be part of one of the raid series. Oh my god, dude. That would have killed people <laughs> who would have lost their shit. They would never play that game again. He, he wanted a mechanic that if you failed, kicked everyone out of the raid series and locked it off for a couple of days so they couldn't go back in. Oh my god. And he also well, that suggested okay. that it deleted your character. But not, like, yeah, really. No. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Just make you think it's gone? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that would have been so fucked up. So, yeah. Um... I guess deal with it is all I can really say. I mean, when they made the announcement, Yoshi P was obviously very emotional about it. He doesn't like disappointing the fans. Um, but you got to do what you got to do. Yeah, hope he they was understand. incredibly emotional. But thank you so much for the games you bring. I'm looking forward to it. And I'll, I'll be honest, December is a better release date for me anyway than November, if I'm being biased. Um, just because Raid comes out two weeks after release, and then Savage, which is the harder version of the Raid, comes out two weeks after normal Raid. That way, they, it's so that they give people time to enjoy the story without trying to rush straight to get to Endgame. But with the current, how it was before the delay, Savage would have dropped the same week at Christmas. And I know my raid group wouldn't have been able to raid on that week. And I like, like going in blind for the first few pulls and trying it out myself before all the strategies mm-hmm. are put online. So we would have had to wait until January anyway to raid. So, but... Anyway, I had to bring that up. I'm sorry, everyone. I know we're not a Final Fantasy XIV podcast, but I'm very passionate when hey, it comes to Final Fantasy XIV. It's news. It's, it's news. Yeah. It's worthy. Mm-hmm. Uh, I guess we'll go into one more controversial topic before we go into the rest of the news, which I've got from PSU.com. Go check out Places Universe. Um, we don't have this article up yet. We'll probably get one eventually, maybe. Um, the Flow, for anyone that doesn't know, or as he's called now, Andy N. Guyan. Guyan? I, I don't know how to say his name. I'm sorry. Um, he hacked the PS Vita and hacked the PS4. And by the way, I say hacked, I don't mean like people's details were stolen or anything like that. It was um, jailbroken where they're able to run unsigned code. Um, He did it for the PS4 and the Vita. And it seems he has actually done it for the PS5 now, but he refuses to say how he's done it or show his way of doing it. Um, Probably because he's waiting for Sony to like, Pay him money, um, Gary. Well, is he blackmailing them? Is that what you're saying? <laughs> no, no. Sony, like a why lot would of, they pay him money? Sony, like a lot of big software companies, actually pay people like this it, when it's found. If they, oh yeah, I remember out. they, yeah, they had a little program where they actually yeah. wanted people to to break yeah. into it so they can find its flaws. Okay, yeah. So because he's worked out the flaw, he's probably waiting. Like with the PS4, he found out the flaw for that. And then he sent the details to Sony. They paid him the money. And then he had to wait. I think it was like six months before he could talk about it outside of that. So Which probably I'm gave guessing... him enough time to fix it. So yeah. nobody else could do it. Okay. Yeah, so I'm going to guess that might be happening here again. He can show the picture as proof that he did it. Because, he, you know, yeah, there's nothing wrong with showing the fact that he got a debug menu. But everything else, he's probably mm-hmm. waiting until Sony comes in and says, look, Thanks for finding this bug. Here's whatever the money you want for it. I, I don't know. I don't know this, how much they get or what it is. I just know a lot of companies mm-hmm. do that because it's a good way to... Because there's more people... You could. There's People wonder why there's security flaws, but there's so many more people in the world than there is people in the company. So more people going into your software 
is more likely to find a flaw than if there's like even if there's a hundred people working in your company doing security, there's maybe ten million there going against it. So those one person, those ten million might find a flaw that one hundred people couldn't. It's just general numbers. But yeah, carry on, Gary. Yeah, um, this is really hard for me to always talk about because I don't really know the hacking or anything of like that. I wish Ed was here. I'm sure he can explain a lot of it. Um, he the talked to me could... in detail about. Okay. What was that? Like I said, the best way I could describe it is um, the PlayStation has a, a bit of firmware code that checks the game and checks on checks the game and checks with the code to make sure that the the code is the game is legitimate and it's signed by Sony to make sure it runs on the system. This mm-hmm. kind of skips that legitimate check so that you can run anything you want on the system and it skips that like first check. But it doesn't mean that that's, this means though if you go online. You still have any online checks, so those will still cause issues. So you would have to keep yeah, your okay. system offline. So if it's anything like previous ones. So. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. If it was no, like yeah, any so, previous jailbreaks. Yeah, um, so like I was saying, yeah, um, he talked to me in detail about the whole Twitch hack that happened and how a lot of people blamed Amazon because Twitch is owned by Amazon, but not really. It's not really Amazon's fault uh, because right now it's almost impossible to hack Amazon. Uh, they have essentially a security system in place that is kind of like the, the security system the Pentagon has, where you can't hack it. <laughs> um, it's going to take you, like, millions of years for a program to hack through that security. Uh, Twitch uh, apparently ran on its own security system, not the one that Amazon uses, which he gave me, he told me the name of it, but I don't remember what it is. Um, but, like I said, uh, for me, I just don't really know the details about hacking or jailbreaking or anything like that. So, uh, the only thing I can say about something like this is every console has been hacked, um, and every console will continue to get hacked. There's really nothing anybody can do about it. Uh, it kind of sucks that it happened within the first year of the PS5. Um, it's curious to see if he's been trying to hack the Series X and S as well, and how close he's gotten to that. But, um, it's good of him to not share the information, um... Because, obviously, this is going to lead to a shit ton of problems. Um, and I don't think he also wants to deal with a lawsuit from Sony, because mm-hmm. they will find mm-hmm. him. <laughs> mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, as we found out from that hacker group, Wizard Cube, or whatever the fuck they were called, um, who thought they were unstoppable, and pretty much all of them have been arrested at this point. So, yeah. Alfonso. Yeah, I'm like you, Gary. I, I don't know much about... The, like how the procedure the procedure is to hack a system, but um, I it's best that he stays quiet. Like you said, he doesn't want to get into a lawsuit. That's gonna cause problems for Sony if his information was discovered by other people and other PS5 stores again hack around the world. Yeah, that especially knowing that PS5's uh, first year is coming up in what two days, three days. Mm-hmm. So yeah, that that's that's not gonna be good for them. So. Um, if he is holding out for them to pay him, hey, <laughs> don't settle. Get the most the most amount of money you can, and just live comfortably, depending on how much they give you. Um, but yeah, like I said, I can't really say much because I don't know how the procedure to hack a system. But like you said, Gary, this 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 is not the first time. It's not going to be the last time. So yeah, yeah, it kind of sucks, but you know what can you do? <laughs> it's all I can say. Um, mm-hmm. It was bound to happen, but like I said, I'm just surprised that it happened so fast. And obviously, unless he provides proof of it, nobody's really going to believe him. Um, but 
again, that's probably a good thing because then Sony can't really come after you for something somebody else says that you've done. Um, mm-hmm. And it's probably, like I said, good that he's not really revealing how he did it yet. But we'll see if he decides to. And if he feels like he can get away with it, if he does, without getting paid by Sony. So I guess we'll see. Um, Ben stepped out for a second, so I'm going to take over really quick and talk about everybody's favorite game, Skyrim, which comes out next week, the brand new edition of Skyrim. Um, people were kind of wondering uh, how much it's going to cost uh, a week before its release, and they didn't reveal any uh, details about its pricing or anything. But now they finally have Skyrim PS5. I don't even know what fucking edition it's called anymore. I don't even care. Um, it's going to be $50, $49.99, and if you own the previous PS4 and Xbox One version of Skyrim, you can upgrade to this new version for $20. So, Alfonso, question for yeah. you. Where mm-hmm. is all the rage, anger, and hate of charging $20 for a game that should be a free upgrade that has been released probably 16 times already? Where is the anger and hate that Sony continues to get for Skyrim? Doing the same thing. I honestly, Gary, <laughs> I, I I do not know. I, I like uh, first of all, I just I think fifty dollars is a good point. is is a is a is a is a, is a, is a decent um price range for this game, depending on knowing the, how much you're getting, how much you're getting with the game and the DLC. That's good, but to charge an extra twenty for next gen, I get what they're doing because next gen do cost seventy, but I feel that should have been free. All that should have been free if you're upgrading to the next gen. Knowing how old this is, like you said, how many times it got re-released and remastered and added with new features, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. Um, am I getting this? I, I don't think I'm getting this right away. I honestly don't think I'm even going to spend the twenty dollars for next gen. I don't think I'm going to spend the twenty dollars for next gen anyway either. Um, I know certain people who are because they want the best experience. They went on the on the best console, and that's fine for them. But yeah, I I'm not gonna pay seventy dollars for something that I play time over time over again and again. So what about you, Gary? Oh uh, well, I'm sure you know I absolutely despise Skyrim. I think it's the most <laughs> overrated game ever designed and conceived. Um, and the media didn't help it when they named it Game of the Year the day it was announced before they even saw a single shred of gameplay. Um, it was released as one of the most broken games at the time. Uh, obviously, there's been a lot more broken games that have release dates now or that have released since then. Um, but the fact that everybody essentially ignored those bugs because they're having so much fun and use those bugs as fun things is a load of shit to me. Um, because no other game would have gotten that kind of treatment. And then to go around and say, well, it's just their engine. It's always had these kind of problems. Again, not an excuse. Fix your fucking engine or get a different one. Um, and you can continue to throw the arguments. Oh, it's a big open world game. It's all the quests adapt to what you're doing and this and that. Other games have done all of that shit and they've done it better. Um, so any excuse people want to throw at me, I'm just going to disregard it as an excuse. Not a reason, but an excuse. Um, I think the reason they held off a week before the game comes out to tell you what the price is is because they knew they were going to get ridiculous backlash if they announced it right away. And that would give them the time to take that backlash and adjust the price of the game. One week doesn't give them enough time to adjust the price with PlayStation and Microsoft. Maybe Microsoft can do it, but probably not with PlayStation. Because it has to go through a whole bunch of processes and all that shit. 
So to me, that is why they held off for so long. They knew it was going to get backlash. Um, unfortunately, the fact that I haven't seen as much backlash right now is kind of bullshit because, like I've said, if every time Sony has done this, it's been ridiculous anger and backlash. Um, and they're giving you a much better product. Yeah, it's, 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 they get a pass for everything. I'm um, so sorry about that. My uh, The screw in the back of my chair came out, so the back nearly fell off the back of my chair. <laughs> You're okay, though? Yeah, I'm okay. <laughs> Okay, good. Um, uh, if you want to charge it forty nine ninety nine, charge it forty nine ninety nine, but don't charge a twenty dollar upgrade fee. That shit should be free, um, because you already know everybody already has the fucking game that's gonna buy this edition. No new people are gonna buy this edition. The only people who're gonna buy this are people who've already played the game, and now you're forcing them to pay more. You don't even get the VR version with this. <laughs> so, I'm sorry, forty nine ninety nine is, in my opinion, already too big of a price. The game should be twenty dollars. And the upgrade fee shouldn't even exist. But whatever. It's Bethesda. They'll do whatever the fuck they want. Yeah. Ben, your thoughts? Well, you know me and that company. I sure do love them. You know, I've said so many good things about them in the past. Um, <laughs> like, well, anyway. <laughs> I don't know. Okay, if you removed the $50 price and you went with the $20 price, then I would have no issue with it. Like, I personally don't have an issue with selling remasters and remakes later on. Even if the game has been milked to hell, and it wasn't even that good when it came out. Um, but because you're still re-releasing it, and, you know, that still costs some money. Um, so if it, they've come out and said this would cost $20, and that, yeah. Also, I can see Alfonso lighting up, in, probably in anger, in secret. But um, <laughs> uh, I, I don't know. I feel like if it had been $20, I'd be fine. But it being $50 is a rip-off. And as you said before, Sony got into trouble for in the past with game other games. So yeah, I I but it's, it's Skyrim, so people will buy it and love it, and it'll be bestseller again. And as always, and everyone'll be like, "Yay!" It's the if we buy this, they'll surely bring out Elder Scrolls Six next year, right? That's how it works. Now, as far as I know, uh, the additions to this is the anniversary edition that's yeah. coming out is fishing. Yep, that's worth fifty dollars apparently to a lot of people. It is. People love fishing in video games. I do love fishing. And a whole new quest line that's exclusive to the anniversary edition. Wow. I don't know what this quest line is, but you can only play it in this anniversary edition. For $50, I hope it's as long as the game. <laughs> Which actually isn't very long. It takes about like 10 hours to finish the storyline in yeah. Skyrim. <laughs> so yeah, no, I, I don't know. I don't have much love of the company anyway, so I'm probably not the most fair person to ask about this. And everyone's like, is it because Microsoft bought them? No, if you go back to any of our podcasts in the last nine years where we brought up this company, I've I've barely said a good word about them ever. <laughs> well, Ben, I don't know if you yeah. heard what I said, but the fact that they announced the release date a week before it's coming, or oh, yeah. not the release date, the price a week before it came out. I said it's probably because they knew the backlash and they would have the time to adjust the price from the backlash. But within a week there is going to be no way for them to adjust the price. Yeah, that's exactly what they've done. <laughs> so it was a strategic move. They knew exactly what they were doing. Yeah, they're smart. That's they're a business. So, <laughs> oh, it's like they learned stuff or something. Uh, they learned stuff or something. <laughs> nice. <laughs> nope. Uh, Back well, to you, we, Ben. You can take over again. <laughs> I guess while we talk about remasters, we can announce that we can talk about the fact that GTA Trilogy has a release date and a, is there a preload date? 
Um, the preload day is November sixth. Like it. It's out now. Oh, yeah, you can preload now. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know how big the preload is though, but it comes out on November eleventh. So if you you can pre preload, or you can wait until you get one. I got GTA three is on PS now. It's gonna be on PS now in December. Yeah, in December. Um, so yeah, all three games you can preload now. This is a remaster I'd be tempted to pick up. Tempted, um, Alfonso. Yeah, I already getting it. Um, honestly, my sister ended up giving me half to pay. She gave half to put in because, like you said, when she come home, she she wants to play it. just because she never played the um, this the this trilogy. She was, I, I forgot how old she was when this came out, but yeah, obviously she wasn't into games. She's back then like she is now, and no, telling her that it has Grand Theft Auto Five uh, controls. She's like, yes, I'm in. So she gave me half. So. I'm not going to play it as soon as it's um, able to be playable. I'm going to wait until she comes because she, she wants to play it with me. So, But yeah, I, I just want to shout out my sister for giving me half of this. Like I didn't, I had no problem paying for the whole thing because I'm the one that buys all the games for my siblings and, and Shannon. But it, it is still nice to receive help, even though I don't need it. But thank you, sister. And yeah, just have to wait until she comes to play it. Mostly, I'm gonna let her play it all by herself because, like, I don't need to relieve, um, relive these moments because I played it so many times. I'm just basically here to help her with certain missions because some of those missions were her were were hard in the past. They That's are there for, tweaking but... some of the old missions. Yeah. So. Yeah, and they're adding uh, save points into missions so that for those that were really difficult and time consuming, you don't have to have that much of an issue if you do die. Yeah. Which is nice, Gary. Yes, um, GTA Trilogy. Yeah, um, I'm excited. I wish I could buy it and play it immediately, but I just have so many other things I'm playing right now, I won't have time for those three games. <laughs> um, unless I buy them on my Switch, and I can play them when I'm on the pooper. Yeah? No, gosh. <laughs> Wait, did you say pooper? Okay. Yes. <laughs> okay, for some reason, I thought you said when I'm on my Uber. I'm like, how many Ubers do you take that you can play GTA during it? Gary. Uber master. Sorry. Um, so yeah, I'm excited for it. You know, I, I'm glad you brought this up because the GTA trilogy has been one of those games where people have been angry and furious because it's a full prize game. And going back with Skyrim now, it's like, where's your anger and your complaints with that? Not just compared a full prize game, though. It's three games. You're getting yeah. three games that are considered masterpieces every time they release. Um, I don't understand it. Maybe because it doesn't graphically look as good as they want it to look and the funny thing is there's a picture that i found on reddit where one guy was just getting so sick and tired of people bitching and moaning about how the remasters look of the gta trilogy and they don't seem to understand his anger came from the fact that people don't seem to understand the difference between remaster and remake yeah and he he had the image of side-by-side comparisons of an image from gta 3 of the original and the remaster and then he had an image of mafia and the mafia definitive edition which is a full remake and he straight up says this is the difference between a remaster and a remake if you can't tell the difference between the two you're a fucking idiot (laughs) i'll be Um, honest i think the only legitimate criticism about graphics i've seen at all mm. is i think it was the san andreas um Mm -hmm. because the san andreas had like this orange fog which, for anyone that doesn't know, that was just because of all the technical limitations of the PS2. Um, it was there to block the city because you couldn't render the city very far. 
because, you know, the PS2 was the PS2. <laughs> there was limits. I mean, there's still limits on the PS5, don't get me wrong, but there's definitely a lot bigger window of opportunity on the PS5 than you do with the PS2 because of improvements. And the issue is the town itself isn't that big. It just felt a lot bigger because of the fog. Um, mm -hmm. So I can see the issue some people have with that game with that graphical. Just because it makes it look smaller than that, as small as it actually is. Yeah, there's some areas that you weren't supposed to be able to see from certain locations because it just doesn't fit the, you know, doesn't fit. Yeah. It makes the world look patchy sort of thing. Like there's a desert area where before the fog would block it. So it would look, when you got there, it would look in place. But because it's just sudden and because they've got a bigger field of view, it just kind of looks like, someone's got a texture pack and just like slab different parts of a, a world generator <laughs> together so i can understand artistically why some people are disappointed in that part of it but everything else is fine like it's as you said it's a remaster it's not a remake yeah uh, i think the bigger problem here that people probably aren't realizing that's going to happen is the removal of songs oh yeah and whatever songs they're going to replace them with there's going to be a lot of songs that aren't going to be in this game that were in the original ones. And that's really nothing we can do about it. Obviously, Rockstar, if they want to fork over the money, but these are licenses that they don't have anymore. Um, and and trust obviously, me. they can fork over money, but then it's also for the record label that holds the licenses if they want to have those songs in the games. Um, and not just that, but trust me, those record labels are going to ask way more than they did back in the day. Like, a ridiculous yeah, and, amount of money. And it's also going to be a thing where, because streaming is so popular now, how are they going to handle that with all this licensed music? Yeah. <laughs> that is going to get pulled right away from streaming services because of copyright issues. Um, there was That's a list that leaked. I don't like that. <laughs> yeah, there, there was a, a list that leaked. I don't know to how accurate it is, but I'm pretty sure it's pretty close to accurate of some of the songs that have been removed. Uh, GTA 3 has only really two songs that got removed, but the big ones are going to be coming from Vice City and San Andreas. Um, I'm obviously not going to name all of them, but you can imagine some of them are pretty big. Uh, Billie Jean, Michael Jackson's Billie Jean has been removed. Actually, all of the Michael Jackson songs from all the games seem to be... Um, oh, all the songs from Ozzy Osbourne have been removed. Um, Billy Idol's White Wedding has been removed uh leonard skinner's Freebird. so there is a bunch of songs that i think people are expecting that they're not going to get um and obviously since michael jackson's death the license for those songs is probably skyrocketed to license as well so just expect to not hear the music you you heard once before in that game and i wouldn't be surprised if a lot of the radio stations are changed as well i will say if you really want that experience like if you really want to go back and listen to some of the old songs that while playing the game the PS5 does support Spotify, so just go mm. and make your own track list on Spotify and have yeah. that play in the background. Yeah. That way you can still technically have your songs while playing the game. I mean, that means mm -hmm. you need Spotify, which I guess you can listen to free, but then you have adverts. So <laughs> that's my so that's my that, th that should be what people are more worried about than yeah. what the game graphically looks like. What, Spotify adverts? <laughs> No, the the song tracks being or the the songs being removed. Also, and what they're being I, replaced with. I don't know if anyone listens to this there, but hi to anyone on Spotify. <laughs> you do know that Unchained is on Spotify, right? That's amazing. Yeah. Yeah, we're also on Anchor. Hi, Anchor. <laughs> ah, so, uh, Gary. I mean, Alfonso. Sorry. 
Um, no, I, I, I said my piece. So we're done with remaster, I think. Yeah. Well, that one anyway. It's not a remaster, but supposedly uh, it, it's Cyberpunk 2077 fixed on PS4 and PS5. Because wasn't there, they've announced like a delay again, haven't they, for the PS5 version and for Witcher 3. Um, I didn't have that article open, but I do remember that being announced. Yeah, they announced that and they also announced that uh, they're not going to be releasing any more patches or DLC for the remainder of the year. Wow. <laughs> I, I will say this now. Um, I do hate how amazing your deals are in America for Cyberpunk. Like, <laughs> I would have bought it by now if I would have been able to get the deals that you've been able to get. Um, but I don't know if it's still on sale by the time this goes live, but Best Buy has it for $10. Like, even if you're not going to play the game now and you're going to wait until the PS5 version, if you can pick it up for $10, I would suggest it. I'm, I'm, I'm sorry, but I hate Cyberpunk. I mean, I hate CD Projekt Red a little bit. I don't like the company at all. Never have. Man, this is just the episode of me disliking companies. Um <laughs> I dislike cyber, uh, Cyberpunk, I mean CD Projekt Red, but for $10, it's it's a, it could be a decent product eventually, maybe, probably, hopefully. Um, so anyway, Alfonso. Um, yeah, I, I'm done with Cyberpunk. I'm done with CD Projekt Red. I'm not getting this game. Like, with all the backlash the workers receive with the delays and the, 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 the constant um, crunch time and the, the company just milking all the money, all the layoffs, even... If the game was a dollar, I'm still not buying it. Like I, I totally lost faith in this this company. Even though I, I'm still want Witcher Four, um, Witcher Three, whenever that comes out for next gen. Yeah, I, I'm done with Cyberpunk. Gary, I know you're excited for uh, Witcher, probably. Uh yes and no. Um, I, I'll probably get the free upgrade, but I don't know if I'll play it again. The game is just too big and too much of a time consume. Um, just kind of depends on the the changes they make and how well. Those are implemented. Um, as far as the delays, um, I kind of called that since day one. <laughs> I said that this, there's no way they're going to release the PS5 version. Um, the fact that we hadn't seen a single video or screenshot of The Witcher this year as well kind of pointed in the direction of a delay as well. Um, as far as them not releasing any more patches or DLC this year, um, I, I can see that being more of a we need to give our employees a break and maybe they're just giving them time off probably for the remainder of the year to just kind of reset, reboot their minds and spend time with their families after the, in my opinion, horrendous year that they've had um, with all the backlash and the press and all that. So I think it's more that than really them not having things ready. Um, so, yeah, I mean, that's all I'm going to go with here. No worries. I was going to save this for the anime cast, but I want to bring it up anyway. Dragon Ball Xenoverse got new DLC. Yay! More DLC for Xenoverse. Where, with extra story, which it took, I think the story took me about 40 minutes. I, st I still can't believe that game is still getting support. Uh, Alfonso, what do you think about Xenoverse getting more DLC? And more DLC announced as I'm, well, by the way, for next year. I'm just happy um, this is still getting DLC. Like, I've, I've I was low-key upset that Fighters stopped getting DLC because I, I enjoy Fighters. Um, I need to go back to Xenoverse 2 because it's been some time. Like, I don't... Honestly, I don't remember the last time I played it, but I'm, I know for certain that the last time I did play, I haven't touched none of the DLC that were released for that game. So I have a lot of catching up to do. There's, and to see there's that now 12 DLC packs. Yeah, so to see that they have all this, I am excited to play it all. 
So, um, but yeah, good on Dragon Ball Z. Well, good on Xenoverse 2 to, for continuing to receive up, uh, DLC updates. So, yeah. The deals, this DLC includes um, Jiren fighting Broly. Mmm, so, yeah. that. <laughs> Full power Jiren versus Rage Broly from the Broly movie. You know, the Dragon Ball Super Broly movie. Nice. Gary, Xenoverse 2 DLC. Yeah, um, still going strong. What's it been, like six years now? Um, is that this is their out? fifth mm-hmm. anniversary. Is there what? This their f- fifth anniversary. Five years then. Yeah. Um, yeah, good for them, man. They kind of released the game and in a way turned it into a games-as-a-service game without even trying. <laughs> <laughs> um, because what are they really offering? Just new characters, right? New characters, new costumes. No. Um, which is no. great. Are they offering new modes and stuff? Uh, they've added new modes, yeah, in the past. They've added oh, crystal yeah. raids. Um, there's co-op raids. Uh, photo mode got added in a couple of patches ago. Um, they've just added a new TV. I know it sounds weird, but they've added a TV where they do now do announcements in-game. Uh, the content oh, team. just have random episodes of Dragon Ball Z running in the background. Oh, that would be so cool. Um, <laughs> uh, and not just... Uh, no, it's characters and stuff, but they added a uh, new story. Um... And new side missions as well. New attacks you can get for all your characters. A new quest line to get Super Saiyan God if you're a Saiyan character. Um, so, yeah, there's quite a lot of stuff. Uh, to get the Super Saiyan God, what you got to do is you got to raise your friendship to Max with Goku, Vegeta, Gohan, Videl, and Pan, and Gotenks. you got to have Max friendship. And then you got to wish to the dragon to ask how you get God, just like in the movie. And then you got to go talk to Beerus, and then you unlock Super Saiyan God. So, mm-hmm. But well, that's that's the only flaw I have with this game is the fact that there's all different races you can play as. You can play as Namekians, Frieza clan, uh, Margin race, human, Saiyan. But Saiyan is the only one that has a lot of love when it comes to like transformations because you've got Super Saiyan, Super Saiyan 2, Super Saiyan 3, Future Super Saiyan, Super Saiyan Blue, Super Saiyan Blue Evolution, <laughs> and now Super Saiyan God. So, and then everyone else has one, one transformation. <laughs> Well, one like main transformation. Everyone has access to wake. Uh, what's it called? Unlock potential and oh, there's another one. You have there's two hours that everyone has, but you know Saiyans also have those two. So it's not like it's unique. Yeah, the Saiyans have those unique ones, which I really dislike. I wish I wish I'd just given everyone God form. I know it's not canon, but Xenoverse. Who cares? Just give everyone their own God form. Imagine Freezer race with God Key. Be cool. I was waiting for that in Tournament of Power, but it never came. <laughs> uh, God of Destruction, Freezer. Should have happened. Should have happened. Uh, hmm. Okay, I've got a couple more. Only hope. <laughs> I've got a couple more articles open. Um, but I want to leave one till last because I feel like it's one that we're most excited for. At least I am most excited for. Um, but something I'm not. I've applied for, but I'm not that excited for. Elden Ring closed te- network tape. El- well, got Let's start that again. Elden Ring closed network test classes revealed. Um, as we know, Elden Ring is a Souls-like game that's open world. Um, there's going to be a closed beta test in the future coming up soon, I think, by From Software. It's already going. Is it? I thought it was next Actually, week. Actually, no, no. Uh, it is next week. Uh, some press members have access to it right now. Sorry. Yeah, because I've applied. I've applied for it, but who knows? I'll get in. Um, so yeah, uh, Gary, are you are you going to give it a try, or you're not that excited? I applied for it. Um, I applied for it, so um, I know they just released the 15-minute gameplay trailer, which I have yet to watch. I don't know why I haven't watched it. Um, 
but uh, people are a lot more excited for it now. I, I know they're all really excited because it is a From Software game as an X game. Um, but after watching it, this 15-minute gameplay, they're a lot more excited. That's always a good thing. But for me, I, I'm still kind of hesitant. After Sekiro, which I wanted to love, but I did not, <laughs> um, I'm still hesitant about it, uh, especially since it's open world now. Um, yeah. I was already confused of where to go and what the hell to do in Souls games, and now it's going to be even more confused of where to go and what. So I want to say I'm excited, but I'm also very hesitant. So yeah, as far as the, the classes go, um, yeah, I think they showed five classes. I think so. I'm yeah, correct. Yeah, um, I mean they look like your standard classes, mage, knight, uh, but I'm pretty sure everybody's going to go with like that the wolf class that's over there because it's the coolest looking. <laughs> if we're if we're talking about just looks. So yeah. the mage, though the mages look cool because they have like a fucking wheel attached to their neck. I don't know, slave wheel or something. Oh, <laughs> they were crazy. I mean, I'm gonna go mage because we all know that mage is normally the most broken class in the Oh game. yeah, we'll see if that remains here. So Alfonso, nope. You already know how I feel about Souls games, so <laughs> you love them, right? Not trying it. No, I yeah, do not you love them like Fast and Furious. No, 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 no. no. <laughs> no. Oh, so you want Fast and Furious more? My bad, dude. Yeah. No. Too Stop fast, two souls. No. Two souls, two furious. <laughs> no, <laughs> no, Ben. No. Alden furious. <laughs> uh, anyway, Kara. Sorry, we'll let you. No, that's that's it. Like, no, oh, I'm okay. not trying it. Cause, yeah. <laughs> All right. Uh, okay. I feel like I'm gonna end with this topic because this is the one I'm excited for the most, but I'm also worried about the most. Spider-Man announced for Marvel's Avengers release date. We've got a release date for the Spider-Man. Um, November thirtieth. Uh-huh. Um, I haven't played Spider. I haven't played this Avengers game in so long. I might re-download it for Spider-Man. We'll see. Probably. I'm still worried about the fact that it's because it's called the Great Hero Event, and it looks. Like, I don't. I'm hoping that. One second. Oh no, you can. Okay, you can't do anything. Okay, good. Because the way I read it originally, it looked like it could only be used during this like weird storyline, but it can be used anywhere. Okay. Um, Gary, Spider-Man. Is that going to bring you to Marvel's Avengers? Uh, it's not Guardians, so probably not. <laughs> <laughs> um, I don't know. I've always wanted to go back to Avengers, um, but I don't know if the investment is worth it now, especially after what Square Enix themselves said about it, which I, I kind of want to talk about after this, if that's okay, Ben, yeah, sure. or during this whole topic. Um, yeah, sure. But yeah, Spider-Man, obviously, the Marvel's number one hero. He's been for a long time. Um, people love him. So it's it's nice that he's finally coming. Uh, November 30th is very soon. I'm hoping we get a trailer or a screenshot or something of, of the character before he comes out. Um, but yeah, PlayStation exclusive. Um, I am curious to see how he will work with crossplay if I can still use him if I'm playing with people on Xbox and PC. Um, or if that's going to lock it, lock it out and I won't be able to. Um, yeah, we should. We'll see how how interesting it'll be. Obviously, how he plays and stuff is is gonna be a big thing too. I, I mean, still feel like if it's I gonna can be a just of, swing around everywhere. I still feel like it's gonna be a mix of Black Widow and Camila. Yeah, we'll see. I don't know. Uh, Alfonso, <laughs> after playing Guardians and how good that game is, it's like to go back to Marvel, how broken and bad that is. Like, I don't, I, I don't want to taint my taste of Guardians, but it's the webhead. And I know how Shannon feels about it already. She's constantly nagging me. Oh, when's he coming out? When's he coming out? And when I finally told her, she's like, you know you have to buy it. You know we got to play it. So I'm forced to go back 
to Avengers. Am I happy about this? No, because I hate that game. It's so broken and so bad, and I don't know what the hell Square was thinking. <sighs> but like I said, it's the webhead. I like you said, he might play like the other characters. <sighs> this is mostly for Shannon. I'm just there to watch. If she needs help with certain things, I will help her. But I, I'm yes, happy. Spider Man is one of one of my favorites. But as far as Avengers, yeah, like I don't know how he's gonna play. I don't really know the story. I kind of read something about the synopsis, but I, I wasn't really paying attention because I was like, oh, Spider-Man finally coming out right. And then I moved on from it. I, I wasn't really involved in, in the trailer. like Well, not the trailer, but the reveal and what they were saying about it. But um, I have to see. Um, I have to wait. I'm glad that it's giving me more time to play Guardians because Shannon is going away for vacation and she won't be back until the following week after Thanksgiving. So I have to wait till she comes back to actually play. So, yeah. Until then, it, it is what it is. Okay, Gary, you wanted to talk about the Square Enix stuff because Square Enix did post an article recently, well, a new uh, announcement about uh, the way Avengers sold. Yeah, so the president of Square Enix essentially did the one thing you probably don't want your boss to ever do, um, and that's throw you under the bus. <laughs> and I'm very disappointed in in how this transpired and the fact that he made it so public. Um, essentially, he said that Avengers has been a big disappointment for Square Enix as a company, and that Square and that Crystal Dynamics was the wrong choice for the developer of this game. Um, and that it right there to me is just—it's so disheartening and sad because how do you, as a developer who have put so much time into this game, to to essentially be told that yeah, you probably shouldn't have done it. You suck. Um, and that sucks. Like, how do you go back and continue to work on this game when you, you don't even have the backing of your own company anymore? Um, I'm sorry, but I've got to add in here. I'm sorry, Square Enix, but exactly who could you have do it? You can't exactly give it to Yoshi P. <laughs> exactly. He's already doing enough projects. <laughs> Yoshi P, I know you're and, doing and Fantasy is... 14, Fantasy 11, Fantasy 16, but could you also do Avengers? <laughs> <laughs> and and that, that's another thing I wanted to bring up is like, who could you get to do it? I mean, it looks to me at this point, it's like they did Avengers and it didn't turn out how they wanted. So they quickly turned around and back. OK, let's see if the games of the service thing doesn't work and do a single player game and give it to somebody else. And they did Guardians of the Galaxy, which from a journalistic standpoint, to me, at least, it's a far better game because I'm into the more single player story driven games, whereas this is a games of the service game. Um, I hope that this doesn't mean that you know, whatever next Marvel game that Square Enix decides to do, they're going to give it to Eidos Montreal and tell them, hey, you succeed with Guardians of the Galaxy, now make a games-as-a-service game based on Guardians of the Galaxy for the sequel, which is not what anybody wants, believe me. Um, I, I also feel with this situation, um, you know, he said that games-as-a-service is the future and we're, we'll continue to, you know, go with that. But clearly, that's not what people wanted here. They wanted a story-driven Avengers game without any of the games-as-a-service garbage. And I will call it garbage, because that's what it's turning these games into, in my opinion. So, I, I feel like calling it a disappointment at this point is... You have to look at it from two different perspectives, I feel. I think there's a lot of clashing going on between Square Enix and Crystal Dynamics of what they wanted out of this game. I feel 100% in my heart that Square Enix wanted everything that they've released so far in the game to be paid for. New characters, paid for. 
the Wakanda Forever expansion story paid for. Hawkeye paid for. They wanted people to buy that, not get it for free. And I feel like Crystal Dynamics fought them on it and decided to release it for free instead. Um, would releasing those packs uh, for money help to give them sales? Maybe, but the way the game has been received and talked about, I think it would have hurt the game even more. And I feel like them releasing these booster packs that Crystal Dynamics said from day one they will not do, they will not let people pay to advance to the end game right off the bat, and then out of nowhere they decided to do it, um, I feel like that's a Square Enix decision. Square Enix essentially forced their hand to do it. Um, and now yeah, they're, they're now, by the way. backpedaling. Yeah, they're backpedaling yeah. on it, removing it again. Um, because it wasn't taken very well. Um, and I feel like this is a retaliation to that. Um, this is a retaliation from Square Enix uh, against Crystal Dynamics for not implementing it from day one and saying, hey, we're not going to have it instead. Um, so now it makes sense that Crystal Dynamics is helping um, Microsoft on... Uh, what's it called? What's the game that they were just hired to help with? Uh, I think it's Perfect Dark. Yeah, Perfect Dark. Um, everybody's at Crystal Dynamics as a Square Enix company. Why are they exclusively helping make this game? I'm pretty sure this is the same situation that Square Enix had with IO Interactive now. And I wouldn't be surprised if they sold off Crystal Dynamics at this point. Because with just with the same thing with IO Interactive, Square Enix wanted something else out of that Hitman franchise. IO Interactive did the opposite. And it didn't work out for Square Enix, so they sold them off. Or they just ditched them. They became an independent company. So... It's it's sad to me to have this kind of statement come out from the president of Square Enix, throwing your own company under the bus, blaming them for the unsuccess that you've had with the Avengers game. When, quite honestly, I, I, I don't want to say it is Crystal Dynamics. Well, obviously, they could have done some things a little better, um, but... It's clear that they wanted to make a certain game. Square Enix told them to make a certain game, and they had to find a middle ground. And unfortunately, that middle ground is what we got here. So please, if you're a company and a president, don't throw your studios under the bus like this. Um, unless you really have a serious problem and you're planning to sell them. Because if Square Enix is planning to keep Crystal Dynamics around, I can guarantee you none of them want to work for Square Enix. At oh, all. no. No. <laughs> None of them want it. Um, but jobs are scarce in the games industry right now, unless yeah. you open up your own studio. Mm -hmm. And a lot of these people have worked for Crystal Dynamics their whole life. They love it there. But right now, they're probably not loving it anymore. So, yeah, I just wanted to bring that up since we we're talking about Avengers. No. Alfonso, I don't, anything you want no, I don't to really, I don't really have much to say about it because, like, just hearing that, like, really put a sour taste in my mouth. Like, I, how would you... Why would you say that about your own, like your own team? You know that that's just sad. And if you do, if they do sell them off, then that's just shooting that you know developer in the foot because then who wants to hire them for future games? Like that, the the just hearing that did like piss me off. I was like, oh God, <laughs> if if this honestly, Gary, if this had not, if this was if this was released sooner before Guardians that came out. I would not have gotten Guardian, <laughs> <laughs> but it was too late. So yeah, um, I I can't stand companies that do that. Like all all they think about is profit, and yeah, that 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 just sucks. So yeah, I don't. But you yeah, you hit the nail on the head. So I I agree with you, Seth. Yeah, it's like if if Yoshi P wasn't able to revive Final Fantasy fourteen like he did, would they have thrown him under the bus? Oh, we told him he could revive it, and his team failed. So 
we're giving him the boot. It's his fault that the game failed. Not the original developers who failed in the first place, yeah. but the guys who tried to who we tasked to revive it and failed. Huh. <laughs> Anything else you want to add? Beth? No, I think I think you've added everything I would say. To be honest, yeah. No. Uh, like if I you're going to send say... an internal memo about it, that's one thing. But to release it publicly for everybody to see what you think of the studio, that is just, that's not right at all. Mm-hmm. And this is another reason, like, should I even start Avengers? Like, the way this is going, it seems like the game is going to see service by next year. <laughs> or yeah, sometime I feel like next it's not going to last long. It's going to be yeah. sometime next year. Not even EA pulled this kind of shit with Anthem. You know, at least they tried in a way to revive it. They no, gave they Bioware all this time. Um, but then they like, they still haven't shut the servers down, so people are still playing sure. it. But they didn't release a statement. It's like, Bioware failed miserably, and it's all their That's fault true. that Anthem failed. But isn't this like a Square Phoenix thing? That, unless it's a Final Fantasy game. If it's a Western game, they'll be like, man, it's only sold 2 million units. That's so bad. Which is exactly what they did with Tomb Raider. Yeah. <laughs> when the they Tomb Raider reboot came out, yeah, it sold like 2 million units, which I think is a great number. In like the first, I think two or four months, I think it was, and Square Enix called it a failure because it didn't reach the ten million that they had predicted it would do. I was like, "Are you kidding me? Ten million for Tomb Raider? Name one Tomb Raider that's ever made five million. <laughs> so you consider it a failure because it didn't hit your ten million projection. It's ridiculous. Oh, so is there anything else want to talk about before we end the show? Um, no, not no. that I can think of off the top of my head. No. So Gary, have you got a shout out? Somehow, can they contact you? Oh, yeah, shout out to you guys as always. Thank you for allowing me to um, participate in this wonderful podcast with you guys. Um, I also want to shout out to uh, somebody I met on some events. Um, his name is Andrew. He goes by uh, H2O Acidic, A C I D I C, on Twitter. Um, he's a really cool guy who does a lot of um, charity for Extra Life. Oh, nice. um, he does a lot of giveaways through Extra Life as well. Um, and I've donated a lot to Extra Life because of him. And recently, uh, I won the raffle for donating the Cyberpunk Punkers Edition. Oh, nice. Uh, with the big statue and everything. So um, I want to thank him. I want to thank Extra Life for kids. Um, every time you donate to him uh, through Extra Life, all 100% of the proceeds go to charity. He doesn't keep any of it. Um, so I just want to shout out to him. Go follow him. Go donate to Extra Life because Extra Life is it's for kids. Yeah. Well, talking about Extra Life, uh, last yes. night I was part of a Final Fantasy content creators group. Um, it was it was a content creators group run by X XIV Light Pie. Um, there was several different groups. Um, one was Phoenix Down Radio. Um, one was uh, I can't remember all the names of the groups now. I'm really bad with names. Let me go double check. Uh, Crystal Blue, Phoenix Down Radio. Team Light Party, because they had themselves participated, and Team V Corps. And we teamed up with Maelstrom Radio to make Moogleström Radio. And we also participated. Um, basically, it was a dungeon rally where we had six specific dungeons in Fantasy XIV where we had to get through as fast as possible. Um, but what you could do is you could donate to Extra Life, and the donations could remove time off people's timers or add it to opponents timers if you wanted to sabotage them so <laughs> we all the money was raised and went straight to extra life um we raised a total of two thousand five hundred twenty dollars uh 
360 were from Moogle Go Round that we raised. Um, and then I think Mushroom Radio raised quite a bit more. They they got an insane donation. Um, mm -hmm. Like we got we, we got like $500 donation in total. It was insane. Nice. Very so nice. thank you to everyone that donated and all the money went straight to Extra Life. And we, as I said, we raised $2,520 playing Fantasy 14. So thank you so much to everyone that donated. Um, but yeah, Extra Life is a wonderful charity. I agree. Mm-hmm. And I made a mistake. It's H20, not H2O. H20, A-C-I-D-I-C, -I -I if you want to follow okay. him and support him. Really good guy. And I believe Thank he's also so doing uh, charity streams. He was doing it yesterday. I think he's continuing today all all day. So nice. And he's constantly giving out giveaways today yeah, as well. Yeah, we, we gave away six copies of Fantasy Fourteen thanks to Square Enix. So that was nice. Very nice. Alfonso, let's say um, Shout out to you guys. Um, just follow these guys. Because look at what they're doing. Like, the stuff with Extra Life, that's just amazing. And I mean, I'm glad you made the money that you did. So congrats to you, Ben. Um, to you, Gary, too, for what you've done. Like, this, this is why I like being on this podcast. I mean, other, I know other people do it. But to know that I, am, I socialize with people who go out the way to help others, like, for example, Extra Life, yeah, it, it, it means a lot to me. So I'm glad to know, Ben. <laughs> oh, God damn it, man! I'm trying to say something nice, and you gotta ruin it. Look, we uh, we wanted to win so badly that we started donating to other people's ch to the, the channels to make sure we win. So we 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 were slogan hashtag pay for the kids. Oh gosh, <laughs> that's, that's just great, man. Real great. <laughs> Look, I can't accept but, niceness. Okay, I'm British. <laughs> I'm I'm glad to know Ben and know Gary to have them in my life. It it truly means a lot to me. Uh, so like I said. Follow them um, to all the listeners, to all the followers. Thanksgiving is coming up. Um, so hope all has a good one when it's getting near. And you can follow me on Twitter at alexfan 7 Okay. Well, I want to shout out to Mousetrap Radio for joining, for letting us do this XIV live party thing. It was a lot of fun. Uh, I'd like to shout out to anyone that listens to the, the podcast. I hope you're all doing well. Thank you so much. I'd like to shout out to both my guests. Well, both my hosts, should we say. <laughs> I don't know why I say guests. Both my hosts, Alfonso and Gary. I, I could never do this without you. You're both incredible. No, I will say I would like get Ed on as a guest again soon. I miss him. So if you could do that, Gary, at some point, that would be cool. I will ask him. Yay. Um, so, yeah, you can follow me, MG underscore Chili, Twitch.tv, and Moogle Go on Radio. Um, yeah, we're back next week with more more news, hopefully. We're getting very close to the Video Game Awards. You know, everyone's favorite time of the year where people will get pissed off because Haley won't, Halo won't be there. Goodbye, everyone. Bye. Goodbye.